boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You're listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we have a special guest who is in Chile right now, Christian Fetterman. You may know him from his YouTube channel, Gringo Mode On, as well as on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social networks. Quite prolific in Chile. I've watched a lot of your videos. They're pretty funny. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Coffee with Gringos. So listeners, as you all know, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online at www.dynamicenglish.cl. So Christian, you're new to the show. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you been in Chile? Why did you move there? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm from the United States. I've been in Chile for seven, almost eight years. What happened was I was supposed to be an education major. Uh, I was supposed to be a marketing major first. Then I changed a couple times, ended up being education, and I wanted to learn Spanish. I had my mind set on, what's that song? It's like the George Harrison, I got my mind set on you. Like I had my mind set <laughs> on learning Spanish. I had to learn it. Like, would do anything to learn Spanish. So I went and lived in Spain for three months in a little town outside of Madrid with a Spanish family where I was supposed to like teach them English, but I ended up, I didn't teach them anything. And we, I just like lived with the family for three months, basically. So then I didn't learn like really any Spanish. So I decided to finish my degree and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to another place. Let's figure out where. And it's like, well, I actually had a Chilean neighbor. My parents have a, had a Chilean neighbor who was like 75 years old, ex-poet. And yeah, he was like inviting me to play chess with him. <laughs> I was like, why would some weird seven-year-old poet like why would I play chess with this dude and it turns out he's like from Chile and he was like hilarious like wacky like eccentric like just off his wagon but he spoke a lot of Spanish to me he taught me some chess and then uh his wife was Argentinian and I call her like my godmother I call him my godfather even though my parents are like they're not actually your godparents like like by law they're not my godparents but they're my godparents yeah. so then yeah he like got me excited about Chile I guess um I also had some Chilean tutors when I was in college when I first started and then it was like all right, Chile is going to be, you know, and there's this program called Teaching Chile that was like, you know, come down to Chile, teach at any school, live with a Chilean family. And I was like, oh, those are all things that sound, you know, interesting to me. So I did Teaching Chile, and from there, that was one year. They gave me like a small town in Chile, Los Andes. I finished that year, and then I ended up moving to Valparaiso and Viña Mar for like four years, and then I moved to Santiago like three years ago. Nice. Yeah, that is kind of what happens. You plan to go for a year, and then all of a sudden it becomes seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it's changed so much. Like, well, since I've been here, like my settings have changed a lot, and like I've had like I would say like eight different jobs, like in total. <laughs> like I've had almost a different job every year since I've been here, to be honest. So it's never gotten like dull, that's for sure. So, for example, what what are some of these different odd jobs you've been been changing around besides your YouTube channel? Um, so let's see. I was. I taught at a series of preschools in Vinyamar and Valparaiso. They're called Charlie Brown. So that was when I was like, I just want to go live in Vini and Valpo. I just, I just like love the cities and I was like, I want to live there. So I passed my resume around to different schools. The only one that called me was a preschool. Yeah, and I was like, 
but I don't, I've never taught any, like, any kid below, you know, like, 10 years old, really. They were like, no, it's fine. And I was like, what, okay? And they gave me the curriculum, and I was like, and they were like, okay, just go ahead. Like, just figure it out. Just, here's, a, like, a, a sala of, like, you know, three-year-olds for half an hour. Just, just give it a go. <laughs> I was like, all right, mother finger, father finger, nah, nah. you know, like, really nervous. And then I got better at it over time, uh, of, like, using toys and trying to make it, like, dynamic and... That was like, I ended up doing that for like two and a half years. It was actually like one of my best jobs I think I've ever had. It was a lot of fun. Nice, I bet your Spanish is pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been to like enough parties where I was the only gringo at the party and, or like, you know, salas de reunión or the salas of like preschoolers, they don't know any English, you know, like that helped me too, you know? <laughs> so everything along the way contributes. It didn't come like completely naturally. Like I've had to work at it for sure. Sure, but it helps to be in a place where you're all the time being immersed in the language, right? I know that's helped me out a lot. So it's kind of like sink or swim. You kind of, you, you learn it or you don't. And then you have, you have trouble getting by. So it sounds like you really taking advantage of uh, taking on the, the Spanish and really uh, utilizing that while you're living in a country like Chile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like why I came to Chile. So any, any point I can, I always try to like hang out with in the Gringo community because I think Chile does have a cool like community of people from all over the world that there's a comedy group like that she stole us you know it's like it's english comedy in santiago like what you know that's, that's really crazy so i've hung out like with those groups but i've always tried to like, the majority of my time hang out with chileans uh with some capacity or another sorry i got a rambunctious cat that is biting me right now this is cosmo <laughs> he does not stop <laughs> hey come on what's its name uh cosmo cosmo i like it Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one -on -one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course, Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. So Christian, we, uh, we've both seen your YouTube channel, uh, Gringo Mode On, hilarious videos. Like a lot of them I know are parodies of, you know, gringo stereotypes, Chilean stereotypes, comparing the culture. Um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners right now know what videos we're talking about, but um, how about you tell us a little bit about that? So when did you first start the YouTube channel, Gringo Mode On, and what really inspired you to do that? Awesome. Yeah, thanks for watching the videos. I started doing some videos in high school. My first video actually was fun things to do in York, Pennsylvania. It's still on YouTube, but it's like, it's just me like playing video games and it's so dry and it's like throwing, you know, socks at a fan, like a cat chasing a flashlight. Like there's nothing to do in York, Pennsylvania, like where I'm from. So that was a video and it like uh, got some views. So I guess that kind of gave me encouragement to continue. And then I did a couple of stranger videos like me and my friend, we went to Walmart and we asked people like, the game was if you can ask somebody and get them to admit that they watch pornography, you get a point. Oh. <laughs> and we asked like old women we asked like i mean old people just in general we like we had for like the strangest people we possibly could employees and there were some other questions too that were like more explicit but yeah that was the, that was our video you know like we pretended like it was some school project like for education and then we were just asking these like very personal questions about people's tastes you know? and that's how you spent your first night in jail <laughs> pretty much 
I mean, we didn't get kicked out of Walmart, but <laughs> it was uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable for a lot of people. So it felt like you always kind of were into video, so it just was natural and you became a teacher to start your own channel to promote education? Yeah. It was like I, and then I kind of was doing a one-off for a while, and then I came to Chile, and like I just was focused on teaching English and learning Spanish. Um, and then when I was at the preschool, it was like, all right, how do you prove to the parents like these kids have learned something, you know? <laughs> like, because they're like three years old, they're not gonna like, most of them are too shy to speak in front of their parents at like an assembly or something, so I was like, oh, I'll just, maybe I can do a video. So there I edited some videos. I remember like the first time I showed it to the parents, like they, some of them were crying. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Like, crying watching their kids speak English. And I was like, all right, like I should keep doing this. That was my, my thing. Like maybe, okay, I showed up late. Shoot, sometimes my classes like didn't, they weren't always following through. Like I wasn't a seven out of seven teacher, but at the end of the year, you're gonna get a good video. You know, like parents will cry. And so that's like what kept me around for another year, basically. That was like my saving grace at those preschools. Nice, and it seems like, you know, the gringo mode on definitely has a certain style to it. It's a lot of humor, parody. Tell us like, how do you think of that kind of style, that idea? Humor is always like something that it means a lot to me. Like I have an older brother who's like hilarious. Like my older brother who's, he's nine years older than me. So he's always like made fun of me when I was little and he's just vicious. Like he's constantly making fun of me. He's really fast. And I, that's something I always like liked with my like family is that like whenever we hang out, like it's just all about like who, who's faster, you know? Like, so for me, like I always, like humor is family. Like humor like means a lot. And I have my friends here in Chile, like most of them are pretty, some of them are pretty wacky, but a lot, like they're all funny, you know? Like we're like cast of cartoon characters, I guess, like in some way. So <laughs> I really enjoy watching like The Simpsons or The Big Lebowski, those kind of things that, I don't, I don't know, I guess, I guess I find them really, really funny. So <laughs> for every video I do, it's always different. I guess my target's never the same. I try to make fun of everybody to some extent and myself. So no one feels like they're getting the brunt of it or excluded, I guess, to some extent. So every video is different. You know, some, some video I want to make fun of, you know, the, the protesters in Capitol Hill. Or another video I want to make fun of, you know, gringos that first got to Chile and all their misconceptions. Uh, another one will be like some of the things Chileans do, you know, like it's worth making a few jokes about, even if I get some bad comments. <laughs> like, how do you come to our country and make fun of Like, Because I make fun of everybody. Come on. Do you have any favorites? Any favorite videos? Let's see. I think like the, when the gringo first gets to Chile, that one was cool. And for me too, it's like the making of the videos is also a story. When I went to the protest to film like, look at this gringo cuando van las protestas en Chile. It was just me and a friend and like we had a kind of a script that we printed out, but we were just like legit, that, that was tear gas, like right next to us. And it was like people sprinting left and right, you know? And I had to be like, yo, close the camera and let's run. Okay, let's go. You know, like it was like we were in Baghdad or something, like trying to film a video. <laughs> It was like a, it was like a war zone that we were trying to do this video and you know my buddy's like no we can't no we can't film there you know like people are throwing rocks and I was like do you want the shot or you don't want the shot like do you want to be a journalist or not you know like <laughs> so we were sprinting around and then I I had to like recruit people to be like the fake thieves oh that was fake I thought that was real I was like how'd you get footage of that <laughs> yeah you know I had to put up a thing on Instagram like hey if you want to be a, you know. You want to be in a gringo modan video? Come on down. And so like four people responded, you know, but thankfully four showed up. I had to convince them like, hey, this is just a funny video. If you can let me use your space for half an hour. <laughs> and they were like, well, you know, just let people walk by. They were cool with it. When they saw the video afterward, they thought it was awesome. But yeah, it's like, it's the videos themselves. And then like this, a lot of cases, it's like the weird stories of big borrow stealing we had to do in order to make the video. <laughs> sure, that's great. It seems like a lot goes into it. And um, you know, it's great too, I think as a gringo or as a Chilean watching your videos, because like we said, they are relatable. You know, because we've all, those of us who have moved to Chile or gone and visited for a long time, you know, you can relate to those things. And so you can really laugh and say, oh my God, I was the same way when I got there. Or, you know, I thought this part of the culture was a little different for us. And so 
I think while they're they're really funny, they also kind of like they really make a connection with the people who also have that experience. So I think it's both fun and sort of meaningful in its own way too, even though it's sort of you know tongue in cheek or kind of um, you know these funny sort of videos. I think they have more than one meaning to people who watch them. So it's really great. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess in, in weird ways they are like still educational videos of like don't do this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, Christian, you've been doing this channel for about three years now. I know you've been doing videos for a long time before that, but specifically with Gringo Mode on for about three or four years now. So I'm assuming you must have a blooper reel of sorts, a lot of uh, extra footage maybe that do doesn't make its way into the channel. So um, could you tell us a little bit about maybe some funny things that have happened or some memorable things? Oh, sure. So what are the things that, like, didn't get into the channel? What are some videos that were, like, they were just too racy for network television. Like, <laughs> uh, let me think. I mean, it's like, because I always get so attached to each video while I'm making it, that as soon as it's done, I kind of just like, I try to forget about it a little bit, you know? I want, okay, so one thing I want to do, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm all about this idea. And I've told people about it, and they're like, dude, what, the, what, are, you, what are you thinking? Like, what, what, what is this? Like, and I really want to make it happen one way or another, is a Chile exploitation video. So like, black exploitation movies in the 70s, which once in a while when I'm with, you know, drinking with a, you know, with a few friends, we'll like put on a black exploitation movie because they are pretty amazing. And so it's like the Afro guy and it's like, he's the smooth guy trying to get back at the man. You know, and there's like the, the white guy like, well, I'm gonna get you. You know, like, you can't go around here in my business. <laughs> and then it's like, he's like, has the cool old Cadillac car and like, he is, you know, uh, Shaft or whatever, you know, like, what would be a Chilean version of that, you know? Or what would be like the gringo? Like imagine a gringo exploitation, you know, like. I mean, I feel like you would do it for like Cuicos or something would be funny. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like the Cuico. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd, be, that'd be a funny idea. We're in podcasting where we don't need the B-roll or any of that stuff, but we record for probably an hour sometimes and use 10 minutes of it. So you probably just have so much raw footage when you make these videos and it becomes sometimes two, three minutes, right? That's part of what makes me sometimes at the beginning when we start filming being like, ah, please, let's just, let's just film the good stuff. Like, oh man, because my friend's like, this will be in the bloopers. I'm like, I gotta watch this. The first time I show it to people with all the raw footage, they're like, dude, I don't get this at all. Like, what is, what is the point of this video? It's like, well, I'm trying to show that uh, gringos don't know that much about this. And they're like, just do it again. I'm like, no, I already filmed it. Like, like, okay, well, do you have other footage? I'm like, okay, well, I got these other backup jokes. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe this one works. Maybe this one works. And it's a lot of trial and error. I wish I was like one of those guys that just like, boom, I show up, first take, it was awesome. And I have friends that are like that. I'm trial and error. That's the same way I learned Spanish, was just failing in front of people, <laughs> you know, until I got better, you know? I think that's the process for most people. I feel like if they said they just woke up and learned the language, they're lying to you. No, it, it takes a lot of work. But yeah, so Christian, you know, as you said, you've been in Chile seven plus years. It seems like a lot longer than you plan to stay. Do you think you're in it for the long haul? You'll, you know, permanently stay there or do you plan to go back to your home country? Yeah, um, part of me feels like I could stay in Chile and it's kind of cool that I like, I've built an audience here. Like trying to be big in the United States doing this stuff or, or get an audience is really hard because there's so many people doing the same thing. I don't think I'll go back to the United States. Like I want to live off videos one way or another. You know, like that's, for me, that's a big thing. I want to be able to tell a story Enough people watching, I can figure out affiliates and stuff and just live off that. Like, like at some point, I will have done every joke about a gringo in Chile. Like, I will have reached the bottom of the barrel. It's coming, you know? <laughs> There's only so many, like, angles I'm gonna be able to find, you know? So I'm thinking, at some point when I feel like, all right, this isn't quite, I'm repeating myself, and this, is, this isn't like what I want it to be. Um, I'm thinking, I wanna travel around South America for a while. 
see other countries and do other videos. I, I, I feel like there are a lot of like interesting legends, urban legends, and people that believe urban legends that I could maybe do like videos about urban legends in different South American countries and like really trying to get you know, as close as I can. Some of it's too weird for like lugares que hablan. You know, like uh, they're not gonna actually go to like El Trauco, like these, or like, you know, search for UFOs or something like that. They won't do the crazy stuff. I feel like there is a space for, for that to be pursued. Like just a, a wide-eyed gringo being like, what's that about? You know, and like maybe getting in trouble, like, or, you know, filming something crazy, who knows? That's fair. I mean, I think we all kind of go through that when we're not living in our home country of, do we stay, do we go somewhere else, do we go back? But it seems like, you know, you've been there so long, you definitely have fallen in love with the country. What do you, what do you love most about Chile? I do think it's fun to be like the only gringo in the party. That is that is something to me. I think it's like, and the way Chileans will like tease me and stuff. I think it's pretty funny. I'm assuming you get made fun of for that Budweiser hat you're wearing. <laughs> I that could do. be more gringo. <laughs> the king of all beers. The king of all beers. I stand by Budweiser. Yeah, America. Christian, this is great. Um, thanks for joining the show and, and, you know, making your videos. They're definitely, you know, help our listeners and a lot of people, you know, who are trying to learn English and in a very funny way. So it's great. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, it means a lot to hear that. Yeah, of course. And, and for our listeners, please check out Christian's channel, Gringo Mode On. You'll find some hilarious videos, but don't take offense to them. He makes fun of everyone. Again, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online, www.dynamic.com. EnglishCL. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.